Welcome to the first episode of STYL. It's uh, shut up, you'll listen. I got my first uh, host or my first my first guest and occasional co-host. It's going to be Josh. Can you uh, welcome yourself into my first? My name is Elias. This is my show uh, on the Monkey Mouth Network. And go ahead, better introduce yourself. Well, I'm, I'm Joshua. I'm the co-founder of the Monkey Mouth Podcast uh, Network, and I've been doing my own podcast for a while, uh, The Conan Companion. Also, another one called uh, Armchair Mixed Martial Arts. And uh, I also do the podcast uh, Portal Boys with Mikey. And, yeah, Portal Boys is one, of our, is one of our Monkey Mouth podcasts, which is a lot of fun. We actually recorded an episode eight earlier. Uh, I'm also kind of a serial entrepreneur from Austin, Texas. I grew up in a small town with Mikey. I, uh, you know, moved to Austin, been keeping it weird ever since. Um, you know, kind of like a serial entrepreneur. I have several businesses up and going these days. Um, and, you know, podcasting is like the, the thing that I'm enjoying the most right now. So we're going to start off. Uh, my nickname's Mikey, so you're going to hear that occasionally. Um, we're going to start off with just going to be just kind of a three kind of fun topics. So we're going to shoot the shit and just kind of find out where it takes us. Uh, the first one's going to be super simple. We're just going to talk about, man, our favorite cuisine, what we like to eat, what, you know, what brought us to that. Whether it's just kind of, uh, you know, uh, you know, kind of the uh, the adult uh, taste buds that grow over time, or if it's kind of that same youthful kind of love for the. Uh, do you still have an undeveloped palate? Yeah, do you still? I have some friends who still eat like children. Oh, like if you were to ask them their favorite food, they'd be like hot dogs, bro, I, I bro like, chicken like, nuggets, bro. I like hot dogs out of the pack with with wolf chili. <laughs> Chicken nuggies, bro. I like chicken nuggies all day. The ones that look like T Rex. <laughs> that just that's makes it taste better, bro. That's my shit. I like I like Fred Flintstone vitamins <laughs> and, chicken, and chicken nuggies that are shaped like dinosaurs, bro. It just tastes better that way. You got the uh, got the mush, the the uh, the mashed potato uh, volcano with it, bro. <laughs> mashed potato volcano. Is that where you just like, yeah, just like melt your butter it, in the it, fucking it, center or something? Got that, you know, you got that that lava hot gravy that's just perpetually hot. Oh you know? my god. That's so great. Me personally, man. Mashed potato volcano. Fuck your fuck your answer right now, man. I gotta wrap my head around mashed potato volcano right now. Listen, whenever it comes time for my kid to have a science fair in the future. <laughs> And I'm like, bro, you're doing a volcano, but we're not doing it the way you we're expect. We're not doing vinegar. We're not doing what you expect, yeah, but yeah, we're doing the but, mashed potato volcano. We've got the chicken nuggies hiding from the uh, from those star rocket. Uh, oh my god, we could adorn the mashed potato volcano with fucking dinosaur chicken nuggies for aesthetic. And the great thing is, is that the star crunch could be the meteor coming down. Oh my dessert star crunch meteor, bro. God. About to knock out the existence of the chicken enti- nuggies. An entire food-based take on how the dinosaurs got extinct. I love it, man. Listen, this is beautiful. <laughs> Listen, if I, I don't care if I tank my kids for a science fair. I'm fucking doing this. So, Theo, I apologize, son. I'm so sorry. It's my fault, man. It's my fault. You I'm a piece of shit. Me, I'm bro. a piece of shit father. So we're talking about. Um, I wouldn't say my my palate's you know super super refined. Uh, I grew. I kind of grew up in the uh, food service business, so I've I've worked a lowly Taco Bell to high end tablecloth uh, cloth tablecloths. You know, uh, I've been back room, front room. Never gonna pay me to be a freaking uh, 
uh, waiter. Bro. There's not enough. Bro, I, I was a server. Dude, server. there's no. There, I can't do it, bro. Bro, I, I made so much goddamn money as a server. It was outrageous. I can cook you up some mean meals, but you'd be getting like you'd be getting you'd be getting your your friend's order and your friend of the order be getting your order. I'd be giving you back pepper instead of like cherry coke, man. Just I'd take be, notes, dumbass. I just be. You I'd fucking be, ate. Yeah. Take notes. I'd be, I'd be taking my tips, bro. They'd be like, you know, man, we're leaving. <laughs> yeah, that TV bone dry, man. Just yeah. take notes. Well, what's your answer? What's your favorite food? So my favorite food, man. It's hard to say, but uh, right now, man, I'm I'm really down on on this chopped cheese sandwich that I have you making. That's my that's my go to like oh, shit. guilty can, pleasure sandwich right now. Yeah, I, I think. can speak on how good this fucking sandwich is. This dude made me one one time, uh, whenever I picked him up to film another episode of another podcast. And uh holy shit. Yeah, this is like a solid answer. Yeah, Real I think that the, I think that this is kind of my uh, this is my white whale, man. I'm gonna I'm, I want to perfect it. <laughs> the white whale. I, 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 I want to perfect it, bro. Uh, I mean, any anything I, uh, anything that's uh, that's going to kind of have it's uh, it, it kind of starts under the rumbling of like you heard the you heard of this chopped cheese sandwich, bro. It's so good, and then I'm like, I can make it better. <laughs> yeah, I'm not stroking my own ego. I can make it better. Look at me. I can make it better. You know, <laughs> and then like. I get people to try it, man. So I mean, well, that, I can I can speak on it that it's delicious. And um, I'm not gonna knock you for choosing that for your answer. So what are we, what are we thinking on your side, man? What do you, what's kind of like gets you uh gets you gets you amped up to like really get you know get those salivated glands just just rolling hard, man? Bro, I like food. I like all ty- I like all types of food, man. There's a, there there's so many good foods um, that make it really really hard to choose, right? The, the brief interaction that I've that I've been around you. As us being older now, well, I mean, we're adults now, I guess. If you yeah, want to we're grown-ups for sure. We big boys now. Uh, noodles, bro. You're all about the noodle life. I know I'm always about noodles, man. I think, that, that, I th- I think that if uh, I think if I had to choose like what particular like noodle dish is my favorite, it's got to be spaghetti. Spaghetti? So you're going you're going Italian. Well, you're, it's, you're, it's not even that. It's just poor white boy. Like, I grew up like, I grew up po, and like, man, fucking... A pound of hamburger meat, a big thing of like ragu sauce, and like forty cents worth of noodles, bro. Like feed a grown man who works construction and two grown boys yeah. off like four dollars, and like just drown it, like literally drown it. In so you're a ketchup cheese. guy? You a ketchup guy in your spaghetti? I'm a no. I'm, what I'm, are I'm, you? What? Oh yeah, dude, don't pour white trash what? even though I'm Mexican, man. You got to put ketchup on your spaghetti. Oh my god, bro, that's the nastiest fucking thing I've heard all bro, day. Bro, bro, you don't even know, man. Come on, get some good tomato ketchup. You you make me want to re- you make you make me want to rescind my answer. You make me want to choose like Alfredo or something, bro. I can't I can't believe you, dude. You're the kind of guy who doesn't even put ranch on pizza. You're just angry, man. bro. We've been to Mod Pizza. I get ranch as my sauce on my pizza, bro. You Dude, miss- come on, man. You gotta be, a, you gotta be a little like I'm. Okay, I'm putting ketchup on tamales, bro. We're, yeah, we're uh, uh, listen, I fuck with I eat ketchup with tamales. Oh, okay. I was, I was raised to do it that way. Oh damn, man. That's, that's yeah. That, it, that, it, that, that is contentious, bro. That's pineapple on pizza contentious. Uh, there, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, it's, uh, that, that's how the that's how the that's how my Mexican buddies in high school did it, and they were like, eat it this way, and I was like, all right, like. Anytime that I can get some tamales, like dip that shit. So now, honestly, as an adult, I typically do like some type of hot sauce. Yeah, like, so, like, like, so is kind of overtaking ketchup. No, nah, I don't do. I'm talking. So there's a particular, Ooh, yeah. there's a particular hot sauce they sell at the HEB. Okay. Called a uh, 
whisker bomb sauce. Whisker bomb. Okay. And it is fucking good. It's like everything that Louisiana sauce ever wanted to be. It's like Louisiana sauce was like made for the masses. And this is like made for the assholes who like Louisiana sauce but want it to be way too fucking spicy. Yeah. I, and I'm, I'm like that dude. You ever, that's why I guess funny. Uh, I put Louisiana hot sauce on everything. Doesn't matter what it is. So, no, that, just... so, so that's my whisker bomb sauce. Yeah. If, if you want that same thing but mm-hmm. for it to actually provide like some real life spice to yeah. your food then go get some whisker bombs on you ever dropped it on something like tile or anything like that it's what? the funniest thing like uh, my I'm sorry. oh yeah i've definitely fucking dropped a, a, a big a, 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 I, listen i say that i like my whisker bombs off yeah I have the biggest thing of Louisiana sauce that I can buy from so, H-E-B, so like, and I've dropped them. I've dropped like whole things of it. So. Eating at my parents' house, my mom like accidentally drops it on the ground. It shatters, and it's just like stained the tile. And so I just hear like, you put this shit in your body, it won't even come off the tile floor. And I'm like, it's in there forever, man. It's, it's just glued to my stomach. It's like, bro, my fucking stomach is a pepper field for sure. <laughs> Um, but so yeah, man, spaghetti set thing, man. Not, not only is it good, not only is it inexpensive, not only can you feed an army with it, but it also like hits me in like the nostalgia it, the feels. Nostalgia. It's like oh, mm, this is like me in the in the in the country house with my brother and dad, like smashing on fucking Dude, cheap we, ass we have to get you like like Mexican poor staple food. That's like the spaghetti of like uh, like 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 the poor staple food of like Mexican. Like your poor staple food is. What you say, spaghetti. My poor staple food is like I can remember two things. One of them we used to we 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 endearingly called it poor folk food because it's just one of those things, man. When you were when you were squeezing dimes together, it was just potatoes, tomato sauce, or ground meat, man. And my mom would put so much love into it, man. It would it, you you you'd crave it. That's what you would ask on your birthday or like on special events, like, oh, I want some poor folk food. Or I man, we got the food. White people know about the fideo, but like Mexicans, they do that fideo with like potatoes and you know carnita and mm-hmm. get it moving, you know. Bro, one of the things that kind of strikes that same thing for me, which you're not not necessarily being poor folk food, but like food that makes me think of my mama. Yeah. Is a uh, fried jalapenos. Oh man, yeah. And but she would do them. Uh, she would fry them in beer batter. Oh, nice. So they had like to crunch them. to them, bro. They're yeah. so fucking good. Listen, everybody who's listening to this. Tomorrow, I'm going to my mom's mm-hmm. and I'm making her make me some because I can't do it right. I don't know if I don't know if it's like I don't turn the grease up hot enough, but like I don't ever get like the crunch right. She, yeah, that, like like it's just one of those things where like I, it, if I turn up the, the grease too hot, I can get it nice and crunchy, but the insides aren't really cooked at all. And then it, but if I turn it down so it cooks the insides right, I don't get the crunch right, and it's like she's just like. She's got that magic. She's just touch. got that like abuela touch where she can like put her hand over the grease x amount of inches and like knows it's the perfect temperature and like fucking does it, bro. It's so frustrating. It's another thing that she does that bothers me too is that she makes homemade salsa and it's just like fucking ground up vegetables. You know and it tastes like heaven, right? And it's and I cannot make it taste as good as hers. yeah. My and dad like, can do the same thing. He'd be like, like, oh, bro, it's like five ingredients. You're like, no. Well, it's like, well, it's like, and in the proper portions, like, I don't know, I think I like, maybe I put like too much cilantro or too much onion or not enough tomato sauce. There's always something, yeah. right? Like, I think my mom's like counting salt and counting lime at the end. Mm-hmm. It has like seven ingredients. It's like, it's like, no, it's literally nothing. Yeah. And, uh, and it's a, it's, and I've made, I'm telling you, Mikey, I've made hundreds, I mean, literally hundreds of batches of salsa and like, it never hits right. And like, every time I'm like, man, maybe it just like. 
maybe I just like have this like crazy idea of what it's like in my mind's eye of what my mom tastes like. And then I go and visit my mom. I'm like, mom, make some salsa. And she just like haphazardly throws some shit in the fucking blender and it comes out like tasting so much better than anything I can make. You ever, you ever just like walk into a kitchen and you're like, mom, what you cooking? And she's like, bro, I just, I just threw the, I just threw the seasoning in there. The meat's not even cooked yet. That's like the way my mom cooks. I'm like, mom, what are you cooking? It smells so good. And she's like, she's like, I haven't even started cooking yet. Shut the hell up. And I'm like, nah, what are you cooking woman? Because like it smells amazing. And she's just like, cut it out. Like that's that I don't know, man. I think there's just something about it. Like I was never a sweets guy growing up. I didn't do cakes and stuff like that. So when I was a kiddo and I was doing my birthday, it was always banana nut bread and enchiladas, man. Like that's my mom. Like enchiladas, homemade. That sounds so good. Banana nut bread, fresh in the morning, man. You wake up, man. You get that that just that just hit of banana nut bread, and then like you get home, you get to take a little piece of school, you get to munch on it, you get to come home, and there's just like. Fresh pan of enchiladas, man. She's her 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 homemade rice, man. You know, just one of those things, man. So I get it. You you got that mom cooking, bro. You just know what's up. And you know, like I said, today older I cook for myself. Chopped cheese is where it's at. But if I'm getting I'm getting that like that like comfort mom food, man. It's it's got to be enchiladas. Oh man, if we're talking about things that we like to cook for ourselves, my favorite thing that I like to cook for myself. Um, is a thing that my dad taught me how to make. It's uh, he calls it house chicken. I don't know if you know, my dad was a manager at K Box Steakhouse. Oh, okay, okay. Cool. Yeah, if, if people who are like from anywhere in Central Texas are going to give a flying fuck about this, but K Box is like a pretty prominent steakhouse for a period of time around Central Texas. There's still a couple of them about, but uh, they're they're on the way out. It's, so it basically was uh, the saltgrass of its time, or like the oh no, saltgrass is way huge compared to this. This was like there was like six of them, oh, okay. just seven eight of them around Central Texas. You know, oh. it popped. So it was regional, real yeah, big yeah. But I mean, it was doing good at the time. You mm-hmm. know, what I mean, if you were in Central Texas, you, you, knew, you knew about, about it. Them, but yeah. that was about it. Um, and they had a they had a, a house chicken, and uh, basically all you do is you. Uh, marinade uh, the chicken overnight, like chicken tenders, uh, overnight in uh, what is it, uh, Italian dressing? Dude, that's that's one of my my neighbors did that for yeah. us one time, dude. It is bomb. But so check it out. You you, you let it marinate till the chicken like turns white, mm-hmm. and then you basically like cook, like dump all that liquid and all the chicken mm-hmm. into the frying pan and like almost boil the chicken in that in that uh, in that Italian dressing. In, in that Italian dressing, and then you and then you pour it all you pour all that liquid out, but uh, you run it through a sifter, so you keep all the like chunky bits, mm-hmm. and you throw that back in the frying pan. Like the chicken's already cooked, it's already boiled. Yeah. Now you just sear that shit real hard, so you get a nice like black crisp, and like mm-hmm. it turns into like almost an herb crust. Yeah, of course. From yeah. all that, from all the crunchies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's so goddamn good. I I eat that with a, I'll I'll, eat, I'll cook like some white rice. Oh yeah. And that and I'll do like a vegetables like uh, broccoli with some bell peppers and onions yeah and uh just like hard sear that shit in the in the in the frying pan and uh mix it all together with some sriracha and some soy sauce bro fucking out of this world bro out nothing, of this out of this world I, I literally had that like i think three days ago and like it made my day it, it, it yeah my, man i mean the, the, the great it's amazing what good the food great connector make. i mean honestly for me is my my love language is, is is food, man. Like if I'm bringing you a sandwich, it just means that I care about you, bro. It just means that that I want you to like, ooh, I made this for you, bro. Like try it, you yeah. know. And I'm a dude. I'm such a sucker for like, uh, I'm I'm hardcore all about like, tell me the truth. Don't lie to me. 
because I got to make it better the next time. Yeah. And then I got to make it the better the time after that. So like right now, I'm working on a dark pepper barbecue sauce, mm. and I've got that thing. I've got I've got people to ask me for it, which is important. I know me. that uh, I know that you let me try it, and it was very good. I know that you also made some. Uh, Thai pepper chili sauce. Yeah, yeah. That was very good. Everything yeah. everything that you've ever uh, let me taste that you like produce that you that you cook has been like really, really good. So we're gonna kinda of wrap up this first one. We're gonna say that man, it's it's all about the home cooking, man. Yeah, I, I oh mean, yeah. Well you know, before we step out of it, let's uh let's kind of like do something really fun that I, I think like let let's talk about our burger chain. Because like everybody's got their in and out, their what you whatever you want to say. What's what's your burger chain? Like what's your a one burger chain, man. Mighty fine. Mighty fine. Mighty fine. Dude, I'm not by, gonna, by a very wide margin. I'm not gonna lie, man. Mighty fine is probably the best one right now. Yeah, just uh, just drown it in Lowry season salt. Nostalgia for the sake of nostalgia, one that's missing. I, I was all about Arch Deluxe as a kid, and I don't even know if you remember that. Mm-mm. That was like one of those that came and went. But man, uh, but now definitely, man. I think you got it kind of like you 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 saved it. You saved a lot of time by just. Throwing mighty fine out there because, I mean, you get to watch them cook it. Everything's out in the open, super clean. Potatoes are on point. Well, it's like you know, I think that uh, it's like it's fast casual, right? Yeah, like, exactly. it, it, That's yeah. the thing is that no one really wants. Food. So, fast food is dying out because so many people are going to it. That's no longer fast. Yeah. Right. And so, if you're gonna have to get food and it take forty minutes, you might as well go inside. And watch it get prepared, and have something of a slightly higher caliber. Yeah, and it's right. I and mean, like, it really is. And like a good that, and so like that's what it comes down to is I'm paying maybe ten percent more, but it's usually a little bit faster, even though I have to go inside. And like, bro, their burger is better than. And they're so else's. smart about cooking the onions right where you can smell it. It gets that. It gets those those gets that stomach kind of rolling. You're definitely in it. You yeah, and you know, yeah, you want another thing that I honestly like about well, so the thing I like the most about is they have fucking Lowry season salt, and I just put like a soul crushing amount mm-hmm. of that shit on my burger and so my burger is just like oh Lowry's burger yeah right but what I also like is they got that big they have a machine where they fresh crush that uh, lemonade yeah and I get their strawberry lemonade bruh and like bruh a, a bacon cheeseburger with crinkle cut fries and a strawberry lemonade from Mighty Fine bro I'm living the good life I, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm a happy dude. I'm, I'm a real go, happy dude at that point. I'm gonna just since we since you kind of caught caught out you came out the gate pretty strong. I'm gonna have to go with the hometown favorite of Whataburger, man. Yeah, Whataburger is just man. It's 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 Texas. That mustard. It's so amazing, man. You could you could you could literally just. I mean, honestly, I've gotten it just a cheeseburger with mustard. Oh yeah. You're talking about through three AM, fresh out the club. You know I worked at a Whataburger? No, I didn't know that, man. I worked over oh wow. Let me find out. Yeah. Uh, I worked overnight at a Whataburger. Dude, um, that's the that's probably like the worst and the best time. You get to see all the craziness, but you have to be in the craziness, man. Yeah, man, it was fine. So uh, you know I've always had like charisma and swag, so if people came in drunk and I'd make them laugh. And, yeah, that's the best. You know, man. it was like it, it was always like a party, right? Like it was always a party with me whenever yeah. I was working, like I didn't give a fuck about that. Twelve dollars an hour they were paying me or whatever I was making overnight to like flip literal burgers. Like I was having, I was having the best time. Like listen, I was having the best time. No, people came in there drunk and they were like striving to have as good a time as me. I was back there literally flipping burgers, talking bullshit, having a great time, frying French fries, taking orders. They didn't make a fuck. I was working with my buddy Clark, who got me the job, and I we had a manager Chris who was a real, real, real sweet dude. 
And uh, so we, you kind of had the you had the world on your shoulders there. And the, you kind of you you had the best of both. And this was at the point you know I was only like 19, 20. and me and my brother had a house in Taylor. Oh, like had yeah, a house yeah. in Taylor, and uh, it was Animal House, bro. It was Animal House, and like I got at times where I knew like there were certain like prep food items like the bacon, and like certain shit. Like you had to cycle out, like that was like in a hot tray that you could like pull from to like yeah, make burgers fast. It was basically timed out, so you had to yeah, right. Them. Like you, you didn't want to serve no one big business in there for two, three hours. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like they were trying to quality control it, and I, I had it timed. Like I knew whenever I came into the shift, I knew that like you know I think it was somewhere between midnight and two. There was always a break between midnight and two whenever there was like a little bit of a lull. Mm-hmm. You get the freshest food out, all the drunks coming out of the fucking coming yeah. out of the bars, just yeah, crawling out of the. So I would always call my fucking homies up at the palace party and be like, hey man, it's time to cycle out all this food. And bro, I just heave ho them bags of foods. I mean, every hash brown mm-hmm. in the store, yeah. every french fry in the store, every piece of bacon in the store, every uh, like fried chicken patty that was in the store, every chicken tin that was in the store, like literally everything. That, anything, anything that didn't have to be dropped fresh right then that yeah, we were about to cycle through went out that window to my buddies. And, like, oftentimes I'll just, like, throw random pieces of bread in there and, like, random tortillas. And like, I'll just, like, piece this shit together. I'll tell you right now, the best thing that you could ever do at Whataburger is you take uh, the hamburger patty and yeah. you chop it up and do, like, ground beef. Okay. And make a ground beef taco with that shit. Because uh, they, they had, like, fajita veggies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, the, uh, for the, one of the burgers. Yeah, and fajita, so you yeah. would use, like, the fajita veggies and the ground beef and a bunch of cheese and put it on the taquito. The, 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 let me find out. The reason let why, though, right? Is, and then I'm not talking trash about it. It's just it's just the way of life. Dude, the, those things are are chemically altered to hit every taste point. Oh, yeah. so you're literally eating a taco, <laughs> like uh, uh, a a genetically modified modified thing. to hit every flavor point, dude. You're 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 in. I mean, that dude, you're you're shit faced. It's you just come off Sixth Street, and the the the, the, the place to go is Whataburger. If you're not going to Whataburger, it's Taco Bell. And so, no, I, I, Taco Bell's on my band list. I can't eat no Taco Bell without it without it making me shit. It, it, it's 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 that place is terrible. That but, place is uh, terrible. So we we wrapped up with what's our, what our burgers are. We're gonna kind of step right into. Man, I want to talk to you about what movie universe. What? Well, we were talking uh, what universe you would want to live in, and yeah, and, uh, and kind of well, so movie, TV yeah, show, movie, cartoon, cinema, it, cinema, kind of, or less a cinematic or television universe, or you know, any kind of like. I want to live in Adventure Time. So I figured that was gonna happen. Yeah, I want to. I, I want to go party with Finn and Jake, bro. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. honestly, honestly, though, I'd probably just be like hanging out. I, I'm, I'm genuinely surprised it's not an adventure, uh, Adventure Time. Is it together or not? Oh, wait, not the uh, what is it called? The regular show. I'm I'm genuinely surprised it's not regular show because I was thinking like I know how much you love uh, Adventure Time, but I was honestly thinking like Adventure Show. So so you regular know why show. not regular show? Yeah, regular show. What's that now? Why? Because that responsibility still exists there. Oh, okay. Like those guys right. are like getting fired yeah. and like having to worry about a job. Like Finn and Jake, they wake up whenever they want to wake up. They go do whatever they want to do whenever They're they want to. They're literally doing adventures. Right? Yeah, it's, it's like, like oh, it's a Tuesday and like. It's raining outside, so we're gonna have a pretend day. Yeah. Or like it's Thursday, and we were happenstantically going in a direction for no particular reason because we were bored and happened to cross a fucking coliseum that was possessed by an evil, you know, battle king who, you know, like it's just like 
the, the randomness of it, the, the, the capacity to go and like be silly and, and, and just be completely untethered from all responsibility and it'd be like relatively safe environment. I could go hang out in the candy kingdom and fucking hang out and like literally gnaw on sidewalk griddle and like be king. You know what I'm saying? Like have like the chillest life ever. Like go, go hang out with tree trunks and have her make me an apple pie. You know what I'm saying? Like this is, that's the type of life I'm trying to I, I would I would have to at least one time go and visit uh, the lemons. Yeah. Bro, you know, listen, that's the you're gonna get caught up getting reconditioned over there. Dude, I, I'm sorry, they're just so creepy. I have to hear that voice in real life, bro. Just remember that lemons give by taking. You know what I'm saying? They're they're like they're 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 nightmare fuel, bro. Like the lemons are nightmare fuel. They're, they're definitely uh just wired wrong. Yeah. Well, that's the only way to put it is wired wrong. Yeah. Um. I, I, I honestly, you know, I, I was, I uh, when I got to watch Adventure Time, I I immediately was what, what, what is it, uh, Finn? That's the dog, if I'm not mistaken. It's Jake. Finn the human, Jake the, the dog. Jake, so Jake is voiced by the same guy who does Bender. Fucking piece of shit, dude. I'm, I'm not a. I'm, you, you can hate me all you want, bro, but uh, I will tell you that uh, you know it's the same voice as Bender, so it Bender is. is uh, he's he's actually you know because they they all kind of like. Yeah, Ice King is also Spongebob. Uh, so I, I I have to tell this story. I got told that if I'm doing a podcast, I have to tell this story. Okay. Uh, so my buddy, his name's Will. He does a, he's in a band called Spooky Jukes. And he said that he was in uh, Houston just getting like, you know, just eating, having fun. And, you know, uh, Spongebob walks in. And he's like, bro, he's like, dude, you're Spongebob. And he's like, yeah, I know. Like, whatever, you know. And he's like, no, man, like, you don't get it. You're like, you're my childhood, bro. And he's like, he's like, so do y'all guys like ever get fucked up? And like, do you say really fucked up shit inside the, inside the booths? And he goes, bro, he goes, I'm the jelly bean. And he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, Rick and Morty, bro. He goes, I'm the jelly bean. He's like, yeah, we say some fucked up shit, you know? So I just love that. Like, he's, he's straight out the gate. He's like. I'm the jelly bean from Rick and Morty. Yeah, we like, say some messed up like, stuff. Bro, just because I'm the guy on like the one yeah. that's for the kids doesn't mean that I'm not out here being a being a fuckard. Yeah, and so just to know that like your childhood is the <laughs> the jelly bean from like one of the most crazy episodes of Rick and Morty, you know. Well it's like we were saying on the on the Portal Boys podcast, uh, you know, be quick, be careful who you put your stock in. The the, the math teacher's house is a pig. <laughs> right, exactly. That, that's just so great. You know, the guy who voices fucking SpongeBob is also the jelly. <laughs> yeah, he's the like, jelly. Mm, there's always don't ever check a guy's portal gun. We all go to weird. <laughs> we places. all go to weird places. We all go to weird places. Clear that browser history after I'm dead, bro. We don't. We don't. Keep it in private. Uh, but Keep yeah, so we so uh, and. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of stretch this out again because like young me man would have said Simpsons all day. That's uh, funny. I mean I grew up on the Simpsons. I have a ta- I have a Simpsons tattoo on my arm. Uh, older me man, uh, I'm going. Uh, I'm gonna have to go Futurama. Still staying in the Grainy universe. That's uh, funny. I I like uh I like that it, it pokes fun at everything from us talking about and I and I'm gonna say it I'm gonna say it wrong again which is uh, uh we were talking about how inevitably. Uh, it always turns to, uh, to uh, what is that we were talking about? It's uh, uh, fascism. What is it? Oh, techno fascism. Techno fascism. So even in there, there's 
there's a bit of techno fascism that kind of like runs like there's an underlying current of like techno fascism in there mm -hmm. you have you have robots that actually have uh have faith and in, in, in a higher higher power it, it, it's such an interesting universe you have someone like fry who was was plucked from the 90s and you know put into a future you know 3000 i mean we future. would be the equivalent of fry yeah it's, it's the best thing ever and you and and you're just kind of you know, i love that fry was never was never surprised and but always excited if that makes sense yeah like he was that like to him it was he was always excited to be there but he was never like it was never you since since fry was kind of like an outcast and kind of like a kind of like this like you know secondary character in his own life and in, in his original life you know he got to kind of experience things that was mundane to everybody else but you know he like literally he was still a delivery boy but he got to go on a spaceship yeah mundane to everybody else but he's living he's living his dream like the coolest life ever yeah, to exactly. someone from 20 from 1990 yeah exactly so i'm that, that so i'm saying futurama now simpsons in the past has that changed for you at all like was there something maybe when you were younger because i mean adventure time is kind of new old i mean it's been around forever oh, i mean young me would have been kicking it with the gargoyles <laughs> See, man, young me would have been like hanging out with Goliath, and not have been the one protecting the statues when the sun was you're, up. You're, you're like a, you, you, you've been smart since, since, since a kiddo, you know. So it's like, because gargoyles was, I mean, it was deep. I don't think people gave it enough credit about how, you know, no, it, it was very good. It was, it was, it was, it was really, well written. It really, was really good. I actually went back and went, like, I was obliged to go and rewatch the whole series whenever, uh, whenever Disney Plus came out. Yeah, I watched yeah. the whole series again. I, I mean, I, I was, I was a little off put by the way that they dealt with bad guys. They just like threw them off screen. It was like, oh, you're a bad guy, and like now you're dealt with. And it's like, boom, like stage left. And like, <laughs> they like, they like never killed anybody. They never like did anything like really violent. It was always just like, I'm gonna like throw you that way. And like, literally, that's like the only way they ever got rid of bad guys. The funny thing is, is like, I would love to see like uh, one of the one. One of these great creators, like what they what they did with Batman, like Batman never kills anybody, yeah. And then like they literally show like Batman breaks someone in half and like like basically like punch him to death. And I think it was Pete Holmes, he's a comedian, and they're like, no, Batman, he's dead. And he's like, no, he's just he's just it's sleepy time, like 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 mom and dad. <laughs> he's just sleepy. It's sleepy time. I'm like you know your parents are dead, right? And he's like. You know, it's like, like you know, just like stage left. He's like, like that guy's like on, like like <laughs> like a puppet strung strung over like you know, uh, you know a brick wall and body broken by gargoyles. But no, nah, he just got to the stage left, man. He's fine. He's on a he's on a farm with your dog when you were a kid. You know? Yeah, <laughs> he's perfectly okay. Yeah. And that's how they do. I just love to just kind of like imagine like someone taking that and running with like the guard like literally the gargoyles tossing someone and then nah, he's chill he's cool like, it's, everything's fine everything's, everything's fine, fine over there everything's still pg for sure it was like uh that great uh family guy episode where it's just like uh um, they're having they're having sex and instead of actually showing the sex they pan up to the wall and so the song's like and now they're having sex but we can't show it on tv so we're panning up and you get to see the shadows, you know. It's just like, you know, that's great. Family like, Guy. One of my favorite episodes of Family Guy was the Big Gay Fuck episode. The big gay. The big gay fuck. 
Okay. Oh, no. A fox is like a. Yeah. I can't remember. It has like a. I think it's like a big, uh, like a a, a a dominant male seal or something like that. And like. Oh like, yeah, and he's like. This it was and it was like a whole episode about antonyms. Yeah. The whole episode was about antonyms, like words that sound yeah. like. And they were and they were basically like they were basically saying like we could say literally whatever we want mm, like just... we we don't say certain things because we don't want to ruffle your feathers but like yeah stop fucking with us because we will call people big gay fucks yeah and this will be and like we'll this, say that we're so calling this... them this for forever and you'll never be able to say that we're not and so you can stop fucking with us about this or everyone at the cdc can be big gay fucks every episode for forever it's one of those like you you literally see the uh, the genius that's someone who who's like drops a book on someone's table and you know or there's like i want every every loophole you know where we can get around the censors like yeah. he's just that smart you know he's just like, well i was well, like they got teams of people. yeah he's just that clever to be like you may have someone else involved but he's like i want i want you to find me a well, what happens is they get the they get the they get the linguists together with the lawyers mm-hmm. and make these yeah, that shit yeah, together they're they're like, like yeah let's... lawyers like all right like we know we can get away with x what words fit that and, 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 the, and the linguist goes well like fox the word fox I, I like we found a rabbit hole earlier with uh, macho man randy savage on south park oh which was God. so great that was dan soderberg and i kind of pulled that out of listen anybody time and space. anybody who has time google or youtube macho man on cocaine it's the i never saw it man and when There's you showed a, me that you, you get to see macho man he leave his body for all of Macho Man's heart stops for two <laughs> seconds. Like I'm telling you, the guy is like talking about coffee, and he goes to take a big breath, and you just hear, and he just snorts down this big old hunk, and he goes, "Man, man!" And he just kind of like scrunches, like he just kind of like he, he he collapses like a star on yeah, himself. Yeah, he's like this black holing, like he's seeing nothing but black for like two solid seconds and he goes wow and like literally like stardust like two times just like exit stage left like literally just leave him hanging fuck this interview fuck everything i'm about to listen i'm gonna tell you right now that drip of cocaine that that man got would have killed both of us like, the, 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 at once know, so you got to see like i'm honestly gonna say for me man i I grew up on The Simpsons. I got in trouble for school in school because of The Simpsons. Like, I, I lived, I lived and breathed The Simpsons. There was a question that was asked in insert class here, and they were like, "I give them the right answer," and they're like, "Well, yeah, but how did you know that?" I'm like, "Bro, The Simpsons," and they're like, "Well, Simpsons is stupid," and I'm like, "Bro, Matt Graney is a fucking scientist, man. He he's got he's published in math books about his." His interpretation of the donut, you know, you know, the donut theory. Like, man, man knows his stuff. He's well, not it's an like, idiot, you know. Well, it's like he's stupid. The guy's made like, like, how how successful do you have to be to stop being considered stupid? Right. Exactly. Like the guy's one of the most successful, if not the most successful, cartoonist the world has ever seen. It's been on. And you're gonna call him fucking stupid, like. How, like, like, but that just speaks to, like, us going to a 1A school, right? Where the, like, level of disrespect that people had for artists. Yeah. You know, like, 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 truth, like, right? like, the production of art isn't real work. Like, like, that guy was stupid because he didn't twist wrenches or, like, yeah, you know, do it. some dumbass shit that, like, the people in our hometown thought was, like, productive. Like, that man 
produced more economic value and like more dollars moved because of what that stupid guy did than everybody who's ever passed through our small town ever. And like, like, I, think that, I think that he's literally generated more dollars moving than everyone in our whole town ever combined ever. And here's the worst part but about it. But he's stupid. But here's the worst part about it, right? He's considered stupid, but he educated me. Yeah. I had the answer. No, it's like he's, the problem is that he's not stupid. The fact is that like he, he's super intelligent. That's what I'm saying. It all worked out. And then at the end of the day, where you where you where you retrieve your information doesn't, or where you learn that information doesn't make it any any less value. No, no. I retain that information solely because it was from the Simpsons. Some guy droning on about it in in any other circumstance would have been lost in in, in the idea of this guy's self importance. The truth is the truth, dog. Even if you didn't get there necessarily through the most eloquent path, right? The truth is the truth, and whatever, it's fine. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I lived and breathed the Simpsons. I lived and breathed Futurama, man, and and so, I and I love the fact that like coming from we're not that beef no, we're not that big of a generational gap, but like I think you're. Your, your the Adventure Time is probably your Simpsons. You live and breathe it. You have oh no 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 no! I hated Adventure Time, bro. I ordered two hundred dollars for the hash and two hundred dollars for the LSD showed up, and I did it all and got stuck on my couch watching Adventure Time. Like, I was too high to get off the couch. I couldn't change it, mm-hmm. and so like I just had to endure an entire LSD trip worth of like a like a robust LSD trip worth of Adventure Time, and like it all just kind of clicked for me. Like, but like up until. So what was your so what's uh, up, up like until you, my mid twenties I didn't give a fuck about it. So what was like your 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 like besides Gargoyles and like I guess oh my shit on the come up really was South Park South Park so yours was a your yeah movie. yeah I watched all the South Park so like me I listen, I was, listen I remember sitting down and watching the pilot episode with my dad like I remember my dad showing like I remember me and my dad sitting down and like and my brother watching I remember watching Cartoon Network and just seeing the first advertisement. For South Park and like seeing it like light my dad and my brother up. And so like South Park gonna watch this. caught me kind of late because I was a, I was a I was kind of in that in that camp like we don't watch South Park. South Park's on cable. It's been off cable all the time. So to me, yeah, I yeah, never, we were know. on the country dog. We had satellite. Yeah, so like for me, uh, South Park was one of those later. But uh, man, I, I I every episode of South Park is is probably. It's just poignant, important. I, you go back and I find myself. It's fun. It's funny. You think you really get every aspect of the episode, and then you go back and you find so much more. Uh, you know, deep, it's almost deeper. You can go into a different episode and catch something new each time, uh, whether it's just subtle or in your face. It's just you kind of catch. Things. Well, and the problem is hindsight is twenty twenty, and they're happening on. They're they're usually providing commentary on things that are happening currently, and so there's so much context that goes into it that there's a lot of a lot that you can miss. Yeah, I mean, you you go back into the you know you go back into a bunch of those episodes, and you know whether it's you know the Passion of the Christ episode or you know. Kabbalah, bro. The way they roasted Mel Gibson was out of this world. Roasted Mel Gibson in Passion of the Christ, and then brings him back in in Imagination Time, and basically says he's one of the only people who can actually tell a legit story. Completely shits on it. They shit on M Night Shyamalan. They shit on um, like a whole host of of people who you know. Or supposedly uh, yeah. these excellent storytellers. Yeah. They just all the, kind of like have their gimmicks. The Michael Bay Transformers. And he's like, 
he, he's giving a whole synopsis on how, how they can fix it. But all it is is just cars crashing and big explosions. Mm -hmm. And all M. Night Shyamalan can do is give twists. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, damn, you know, Mel Gibson may be crazy, but he sure knows how to tell a story. Yeah, he yeah. actually he actually did it. Um, on on that funny twist, uh, I have a question that I want to ask. Let's hear it. I got the. I got. I want to. I want to hear this. So, what would you rather do? Fight a chicken every day, or fight an orangutan equipped with a sword once a year? So I had a couple questions. And, it's, a and, couple. and so you can you can have a sword. Okay. You can sword fight the orangutan. But the, the orangutan comes randomly. The chicken fight isn't random. You can like have the chicken fight whenever you like want the chicken fight. And so here's the thing, man. I mean, the orangutan thing is is coming randomly, but it's also coming in. How much time do you have? Once a year. Once a year. So like, but, you, so like you could fight them once, and then the next day have to fight them again. Yeah. Because it'd be like that'd be two for two years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Could so be, you could you could fight them on on like January. Well, it's like you could go 364 days without not fighting him and then fight him and then fight him again the next day and then go 364 days without fighting him again. Yeah. You know, it's like, so you go, you know, a year without fighting him and then fighting him twice and then the whole year again, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, you get the, you get the big break. Do you, do you get, like, that's my problem, though, is like, because I can, tra I can train for a fight, I'm assuming. So, like, the chicken. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, you could, like, like, if you agree to fight the orangutan, you can, like, start swinging a stick around and training like yeah. right now like you need to start training saying. And, and, and I just one chicken I don't see the formidability of a have scene. you ever had to fight a chicken that's what I'm saying I don't see a formidability I've had to fight a chicken <laughs> between a chicken so is the chicken equipped with uh, with razors on its feet are we talking about a cockfighting chicken or are we just talking like your standard I mean I'm, I'm certain it's going to be a spectrum of like pretty tough chickens to pretty gimpy chickens like it's gonna be like you're gonna have the whole it's gonna be like a chicken a day like you might get like one really angry rooster one day you might get like kind of like a hen and it's kind of like ah one day you know it's like because i feel like i could punt a hen it's a know? chicken like they're all relatively like it's gonna take the same amount of effort do i get to, to eat the chicken after i beat it absolutely oh, fuck yeah man i don't think i'm going chicken because i'm gonna fuck that chicken up and then i'm gonna eat it to like humiliate it and then i'm gonna and then I'm gonna be able to shit it out, and it will complete the the death cycle of me taking on. And I'm gonna eat every chicken Perfect. that comes at me, bro. Perfect. I choose orangutan for the same reason. You're gonna eat the orangutan and just like eat its brain. You're gonna be like, fuck this orangutan. I'm eating its brain. I'm bro. gonna eat its fucking brain, bro. <laughs> Yeah, it was, just bite its heart and eat its brain. That's my monkey meat, bro. That's my monkey. <laughs> that's meat. your monkey meat. Yeah. No, but for real, uh, the. They they don't have the dexterity to to like work that uh, work sword that the way sword? they do. Like they're gonna be like kind of flailing on that. I feel like they cut I'm, themselves before they cut listen, you. Listen, I'm gonna chop that goddamn monkey's head off so fucking fast, bro. I'm gonna be like guts and berserk, bro. I'm gonna have a big sword and I'm gonna slash just, that monkey. Just that, coming out like Omni Man covered in gorilla blood. Like, yeah, man, <laughs> that really doesn't stand a chance, bro. I'm gonna have a katana on me all the time, bro. Like straight ready, bro. Just uh, what is it? Uh, you're literally, uh, you're what is uh, what's that on the end of Pulp Fiction? So you're just you're just basically walking the earth with your samurai sword, waiting for that monkey to just like. Yeah, exactly, bro. Just like and me, bro. I'm like, hey, man, I got some fried chicken over here. Listen, bro. Just, just imagine how many orangutan swords I'm gonna be able to hang on my wall as trophies by the time I'm like 70 bro just every year a new orangutan bites the dust I, I, I feel like after the first two years you're just basically like setting up a, like 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 uh you know holes with spikes in it and just being like 
It's like my thought would be like if it gets me in my sleep, <laughs> like I have to sleep like half of all time. Right. Yeah. Like, so I could really could totally like show up in my bedroom while I'm sleeping with like a big so sword. I'm, I'm waking up to like a like a chicken just fucking me up in the middle of the night. No, 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 no. It's a consensual time and place with oh, the chicken. Oh, for the chickens. Yeah, so it's yeah. like yeah, like the random variable isn't there. Like it's like. I have to go chicken, man, because I'm like I said, I'm, I'm I'm frying that bird up and I'm eating it and then I'm shitting it out and I'm showing it that it doesn't stand a chance. I mean, I get the you get the gorilla. Listen, man. The sword. Listen, man. I can't have this affront on my masculinity. Okay, if there's a gorilla needs killing, I'm killing it. You're killing and eating its brain. Yeah, well, it's just like the bottom line. It's like I can't. Like I can't be a Jedi and not be, like I can't I can't be turning away from these challenges. Like this is a challenge. This is a challenge that the universe has put forward to me, bro. Like I gotta take that monkey out. I gotta like I gotta prove that. Like are you are you are you just like you you're killing your you're you're living the Oedipus dream. You're you're killing your father's father's father. No, it's just like bro. This is like this is like the slippery slope to Planet of the Apes. Like like there are gonna be people who. There are gonna be people who lose to these gorillas, and like I'm gonna have to be the one who takes care of that gorilla next. So, year. so you're, so you're, so you're literally saying that this is a universe where you have, you're basically you got the sorting hat, you put it on your head, and they're like, Todd has picked chicken, <laughs> or the sorting hat picked chicken for. Listen, me. bro, I imagine that like I'm gonna be like sixty. Um, there's like this old white bearded fucking samurai, and I'm gonna happen across this like old bearded fucking orangutan who's like won every fight like i feel like i feel like the only way you like every time you win a fight with an orangutan you only get a winning orangutan oh you're getting a better and so it's like by the time i'm 60 i'm just dealing with like the one orangutan that actually had the dexterity to work a sword (laughs) just like just like just like beard blowing in the wind like like has armor like the metal armor on like found a way to use armor i imagine like it's like like kind of like tree, like tree armor. Like you got like you know, it was kind of like decked out with like leaves and tree armor. You just straight out of the stay, fucking, straight out of the jungle, bro. I, I kind of imagine this. I just imagine a straw hat. Like yeah. honestly, bro, I, I just imagine like a fifty-year-old orangutan, like clearly old, like graying orangutan, with like a samurai garb and a fucking. And a straw hat, bro. Like I'm imagining having to fight like the Ronin of the fucking. <laughs> literally, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, I was considering you Ronin, so it's two Ronins. So yeah, exactly. One, I, a journey I, of one. Exactly. I have meeting... to go. I have to deal with like the traveling samurai of the orangutan world. As he has to do the same. Yeah, yeah. Ronin. We're gonna we're gonna see who wins, monkey I, or monkey or man. The, the funny thing is, is I'm gonna get this like GMO soul chicken. Just kind of. Oh my god! And bro, if the same rules apply, you only have to deal with the winning chickens. Yeah. What, what kind of chicken is what winning? chicken won? It's yeah. just like all the grannies, like the ninety-six-year-old grannies, like I don't want to commit. I'm too old. I don't want to fight no more. Just let the chicken get me. You know what I'm saying? It's just like sat there and peck picks on her. You know what I'm saying? But he gets cockier as he goes along, so he's like, "Yeah, I took out that ninety-year-old." The next, well, just, what next happens? Week. You just have some fucking like wild-ass Hercules fucking rooster. <laughs> It's like spurs people in the knee and they fucking die. It's like get tetanus and kill them. It's like literally the uh, the equivalent of uh, the there was a a story. It's like I think it's a Viking story. Uh, the when he chopped the head off of uh, his 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 
his his basically the the person he was there to kill and he chops the head off and the the the, the head swings back off the off the the side of his belt and the tooth catches his leg and he dies of uh, an infection from the from the open mouth of the head he chopped off. Damn, got him. You know, the ultimate. Got you know, his the ass. The ultimate uh, act of, of the, getting the last hit. Got know? his ass. You know. Uh, but yeah, so on that note, we're going, I'm fighting chicken, you're fighting gorilla. We're going, I'm living in the Futurama verse, you're living in Adventure Time. So we're, we're I want to, before the, we got another 10 minutes before we kind of got to wrap up. I really want to kind of know. Um, so, so are you are you one of the, the main characters in your in your uh, Adventure Time? Are you going side character? Are you kind of going on your own realm, going off on your own here? Are you kind of wanting to be which one, Jake or Finn? What are we What are we deciding here? I'm straight up Magic Man. Magic Man. Oh, you yeah, you had that uh, that question. Right? Uh, you're gonna have to appreciate what a jerk I am. I want to fucking be like out in the woods minding my own business until someone's dumb enough to try and help me. <laughs> like, that's it, bro. Like, I'm literally going to be out there chilling, doing Finn and Jake the way they do, just all by myself. I mean, I, I'll probably go kick it with them every here and there. Like, I imagine that, like, I'd probably wind up, like, making the rounds. I, I would honestly be more of, like, a Lemon Hope type of character. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you ever met Lemon Hope. I don't know if you watched yeah, it. But, so, Lemon Hope is a. A character who is a subject of the Lemon Kingdom, and uh, Finn and Bonnabelle save him, and they educate him and uh, basically set him free. And uh, he goes out and lives in the world and is haunted by the uh, the memories of the people being subjugated in his old kingdom. So he goes back and he. Uh, takes out the Lemon Kingdom uh, and sets all the Lemon folk free, and then goes on and um, just like has random adventures for so, like, for like a thousand. Dude, years. you're Ronin, bro. I'm sorry to say, like you're Ronin all day. You're yeah. just Ronin. You're the you're the. Uh, I'm the Sage King. Yeah, bro. I'm, I'm, you're, you're Ronin, bro. You're yeah. just kind of you are you are your your wallet's a bad motherfucker. Right it's now. it's Sage King, bro. It's it's the Sage King. I live under my rock and I wander. And I'm not lost in so doing. Yeah, so. well, the, the a wandering, you know, the wandering man isn't lost, you know. Yeah, well, not all who wander are yeah, lost. Yeah, not all wander. Yeah, not all who wander are lost. Um, so yeah, I mean, I honestly, I feel like, um, I, I love the fact that that's Justin Roiland, right? Who? Lemon King, Lemon 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 Grace. Yeah, yeah, that is, that, that is actually, yeah, that's that's. He's a got fucking... that screechy kind of morning feel to it. Yeah, I oh, think geez. I think I think Lemon Grab was actually his. First voice acting yeah, gig. Yeah, that's, that's that's. Now that you bring that up, yeah, that's, yeah, that's callback to that's, that's that's my homeboy Justin. Man. It's callback to Portal Boys podcast. Yeah, Portal, Portal Boys, Boys be podcasting. Let me find out. So yeah, that's uh, that's Justin Roiland. And then we we got that great like one hand shaking the other hand. We got the Bender. We got Justin Roiland. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's I mean you know they're all they're all Cartoon Network guys. Yeah. They've all been kind of working under the same banner for a while and. Uh, you know, they're all creators. They're all talented creators out there in kind of the same space geographically. It all makes sense. Um, I know. I I know. Ooh. I certainly appreciate a good cartoon. I wish I could say I'd I'd want to be like Homer or even like maybe Mayor Quimby, but I honestly think that man, it, it's either gonna be like Moses Whack or like uh, you know, probably like Montgomery Burns. Bro, how fun would it be? 
to go if like what 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 cartoon universe would you want to live in? King of the Hill. It's like I'm just gonna King of the Hill's so great. Well, it's like I'm just gonna drive home. Like we're already there. Like yeah, you have it. Like you realize that like you're just in the cartoon universe. Well, it's like you realize that Arlen is a spinoff of McAllen, Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this is like. And Alamo is just Lone Star, and yeah, I mean it's like literally like it's a it's a straight up like uh, uh, it's like an it's like an, an, an we were talking about steakhouses, you know, they literally go to the steakhouse and get a sixty four ounce. Yeah, so he he does that to like spite his vegetarian love interest. I'll tell you what, the other day I was driving to the coast to every year we go to the coast for my grandma uh, for my uh, stepmom's birthday, and uh, out on the way there was a Stockland propane. Oh wow! Yeah, and I was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" It was a little standalone building, yeah, with like several drums out, and it was a building, a business that sold propane. It was Stockland propane, and it's like real shit, like a real like 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 there had to be a Hank Hill in there. Oh, I'm sure. Had to be. I mean, had to be. Uncle brother, uncle family member. But so what I'm saying is that whenever we go to the fucking Hank, Mm -hmm. whenever I go, I want to live in the Hank Hill universe. Nothing changes. Yeah. Like I go home. Like I we like we, we go our separate ways after this, and like nothing changes. Bro. You crack open a you crack open a nice am, uh, uh what is it Amalo, an, an Alamo Alamo yeah Alamo. Listen, man, one of the things that I think is the neatest is that in Japan, they talk they have like an ongoing debate amongst the like cartoon enthusiast community where they watch King of the Hill about which is better sub or dub. And that right there just proves that King of the Hill is Texas anime. Well, it's the best thing because I mean, didn't he even? There's like a there's like a whole running joke of like him being kind of like kawaii, right? Kind of like that like Japanese schoolgirl kind of thing. Well, so uh, Hank even has it. Actually, winds up being revealed that Hank has a half Japanese brother. Yeah, because of uh, the war. Yeah, his dad went over there and, yeah. and knocked up a knocked up a knocked up a lady, and so he has a, he has a Japanese he also brother. Has no yeah, and the, yeah, they're they're the same dude. Yeah, they're yeah. the same guy for sure. But uh, so wound tight. You know, I, I think that's real neat. That, so my my two cents on that: if anybody from Japan is listening to this the, and yeah. wants to hear a Texan's two cents on whether you ought to listen to sub or dub, right? If you like dub, do dub, right? Like I'm not going to tell anybody not to do what they want, but I am going to tell you that it's probably going to take a lot of work for them to figure out how to squeeze in the context of some of the jokes like uh, peggy hill in, in context kind of like i would imagine that's very hard to translate well but also like uh like the hard h's where they say white 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 like that's a fucking like that's a I joke i want to hear boom though. yeah like how would you ever 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 recreate Boomhauer exactly let's say so between like the existence of Boomhauer. And uh, just like the context of what makes some of these jokes palatable is that they're like Texas accents yeah. and stuff. I would say that you you probably need to hear it in in English. Well, I mean, right? even even if, even if you're having to, even if you can't understand it, even if you're having to read it, right? Like like there's there's some added there's some added sauce there whenever you watch all of it. In, I mean, even like I would want to know. Um, yeah, just like cotton would be kind of an interesting kind of take on. on yeah, I, I don't know. How, I don't know how they do it. Yeah. I would. I would highly, highly recommend probably sticking with a sticking with a, a good 
That was uh, a great sub. debate. That was a great debate on the the new popular show. And we'll kind of cut out after this, but it was Suburb Dub on the Squid Games. I know you're probably you're out of the out of the loop on kind of some of them. You know, I, I saw stuff. it. I saw. I seen. But, but but they were saying that one was one of those. Which one do we go Suburb Dub on that one? And I, I went I went Dub on it, but I go Dub on most things. I'm a, I'm a pretty slow. I just reader. can't imagine that there's enough context that you're going to be really losing anything. Uh, there there's inflection that they say that you kind of miss on. So I don't know. I mean, but it's like. But it's like again, am I gonna miss out on a joke? Am I gonna miss out yeah. on a point? You know what I'm saying? Like the only reason why I'm recommending listening to it in English is because there's like a point, like a real punctual ass point to like the way that they're putting like the on the whites and stuff. And um, you know, like like you will literally miss that. Like there's no way to like maybe. I mean, if there's that equivalent happening in that movie and like it's that valuable that I catch that little thing like for me that little thing in a two hour movie isn't going to necessarily be worth it but yeah. that thing for me whenever <clears throat> it's like a running gag for a main character over mm. a ten season show or, or even the inflection like, like, of that, Peggy that, speaking Spanish is kind of important to have yeah yeah I mean exactly so you know there's a lot of those things like that so uh, you know but uh, and then again I listen to I, I do primarily uh, dubs, so I can't I can't speak on it as a hypocrite, but you know that, that's that I would say that you would probably want to catch those hard ages and the whites and stuff. So on that note, we're gonna say goodbye. We're gonna kind of close. We're gonna end cap. We're gonna the first episode of Shut Up You'll Listen. Uh, we hope to see you next time. We're gonna try and uh, do uh, two episodes with uh, my 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 boy here, and if uh, not. Catches. We're going to have someone new, maybe. Hey, we'll figure it out. I'm here to help. I'm here to have fun. Uh, and, you know, I'm certain that the Shut Up You Listen podcast is going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, I'm certain that the episodes that you have that I'm not on are going to be significantly worse than the ones that I'm on. And catch us, Susan, catch us staying on Real Topic with the Florida Boys Do podcast. I mean, we, we keep on, we keep pretty much on point. We're, we're letting you know the uh, our takes on on one of the greatest shows of all time. You can also check out my Konoha Companion podcast where I'm going over episode by episode uh, Naruto. And you can also check out my Armchair MMA where I'm going, uh, basically doing reviews of every numbered UFC event. Um, those are the things I got going on. All right. Well, appreciate it, bud. And we got the plug in. Let me find out. Porter Boys, Monkey Mouth, have a fun time. Oh, that's... Uh, S-U-I-L? Yeah, S-U-I-L podcast. Got the whole gang here. All right. And on that note, take it easy, guys.